Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to a mini episode of the Enterprise Now Show, where we change lives through enterprise. What are some of the high level strategies that you've taken to grow your business to where it is? It comes uh, with a lot of the road that's already been paid. So there's new industries, an entire new industries and, and podcasts even that for instance, my friends over at the Rideshare Guys podcast guys, they're great. They just report on these Ubers, these DoorDashes, and that's where they give me a lot of my information, uh, the Wall Street Journal. I would say that it's just every day you're seeing something new. Every day there's a new update on something that is going to be legislation for the industry. I really believe that the pioneering element of the industry is going strong right now Mm -hmm. so just to be a part of that surfing on that wave is that i know there's it has to happen they're at the break point right now Mm -hmm. and so some of the some of the things that we've looked at is uh, real-time safety for safety rider and driver real-time video streaming that if you like, you can have a support concierge little pop-up bubble. Hey, is everything okay? If it is, I'll be uh, be out of your way. Mm-hmm. If there is something, just like the uh, Milwaukee County Transit has, uh, they have safety vehicles that are driving around. So if there is something, we don't just say, oh, okay, well, I'll call 911. No, we'll have our own safety vehicles en route to you in five minutes. Mm. There's health insurance benefits that need to be offered. Uh, New Zealand just passed legislation that their gig workers are now classified as workers. Mm. So it's it's a big thing that uh, everybody's going to have to scan. They're really just running right now, not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. A few months ago, I tracked the IP address back to Uber in San Francisco mm-hmm. on my website. Wow. Yeah. And they were on there for an hour, 13 minutes. They're they're checking it out. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you think, because you brought up a good point. I think as 2023 arrives, there are going to be more and more gig workers, more and more people who are uh, freelancers, more and more people who are non-traditional employees. What does that mean for the economy at large? I heard you mention taking care of gig workers better and passing legislation. What are some of the other things that you, you see on the horizon with respect to this this new economy that we're about to embark on? The new economy has really been enabled by the internet of things. So as more devices and everything gets connected to the internet, that opens those additional doors for humans to interact and and to connect Mm -hmm. through these internet devices. And so that's what I see in the future is that, I mean, I I can take a picture with my light bulb 
and you know play some leds off it which who would have ever even thought about that mm -hmm. so now that does that opens up the free thinking mm. so for people to think 10 years ago say hey i have an app idea but it's so daunting just how to get it done the proposal itself is 10 pages mm. so but now 10 years later they can just go online as a drag and drop app builder mm -hmm. that they can prototype in one hour yeah so that idea is now we're able to just bring our ideas and manifest them mm -hmm. way easier mm -hmm. than just pen and paper now yeah so talk about the other side of business right because to have an idea and to start a business is one thing, but it's really hard <laughs> to manage, grow, and scale a business. Like, And I have the feeling that coaching is about to explode because when we see layoffs, when we see this, again, this shift in the economy, there's going to be a whole new generation, a whole new group, if you will, of, of entrepreneurs who are, are entering business for the first time. And that's great. My reservation or hesitation or fear is that they are not empowered with the skills that you need to manage and grow a business. So speak to that a little bit. Do you do you see the same thing or am I crazy? How do we bridge the gap between the, the, the ideas, launching a business and being able to successfully run and grow a business? That's a great question. I think we're going to have to rely on what has worked in the past is as far as the the model of how to implement your knowledge because that's what your idea really is a knowledge or know-how that was birthed from creativity so then you when you take that know-how and just keep it it's not implemented on it just stays knowledge so in this day and age the action is really it is because I, as I explained earlier, we have all the tools mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. And what I've seen with the COVID and, and everybody just getting benefits and everything, it's just so much easier to just relax in front of the television and watch someone else do it. So it's the implementation of just, hey, there's so many resources here. And really anywhere, uh, the government doesn't want to have to pay, you know, these stimulus payments. It's not because of the individual. It's about the whole mm. as, hey, everybody else is does not go on. Why should I? Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's even hard to get Starbucks nowadays because it's just a lack of labor mm -hmm. everywhere you go. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to probably focus on for the future is really just the mindset. Mm. We have way more tools. Yeah. Almost too many. Yeah. And everyone even has tutorials, 100 videos on each of everything what to do. So it's really just the mentality. I think that we need to, to change and, and you know, plant a new seed uh, in, in that garden. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about Lifeline Systems and, and how you guys are going to do it differently. What's going to make you guys different? What we're going to do is that we're going to actually work with these associations and these unions and we're going to reach out to them and say, hey, look, we've read the stories. We've listened to your court proceedings. We've followed you guys. We are here to help you what the ways that Uber and DoorDash and Lyft has not. Mm -hmm. So we will reach out to all of these associations that are monitoring 
our, the, our industries and work directly with them. We will have our brand associations and sponsorships that, you know, we want to be able to give something back. Our mission is to uh, promote sustainable local economies because it starts from within out. Mm-hmm. We're not going to try to be the conglomerate because even just for instance, uh, Uber, DoorDash last year made $189 billion. Mm-hmm. I have 1% of that, that's $18 billion. All I need is 1%. Yeah. But with that 1%, we want to make an impact. We want to give that back. You can imagine 30% plus 60% of $189 billion mm-hmm. would have went to the right people. Thank you so much for listening. If you got value from the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person you think would also enjoy the content. And we would love to connect with you on social media as well. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.